Hello, I'm Trevor. And I'm Mark. And this is Talk Apocalypse, a podcast discussing the current fortnight of Apocalypse Sports Trivia. I am in Doomsday North Premiership, and Mark is in End Times North Premiership. This episode will be going over the questions from Fortnite 26, Day 10. We are coming upon the end of the fortnight, where every day matters at this point for us who are near relegation zone. Let's get it right into it. Question number one. Asking us that saying that in 2008, Everton FC signed a deal with a company called Sports Interactive, which gave them the right to use a certain games database for scouting purposes. And then in 2012, an Azerbaijani student landed a job as manager of FC Baku's reserve team due to his success at the game. And at least three re- in real life players have earned national team eligibility through tip offs from players of the game. What's the game? So, the, so this was just thinking about. What kind of game would qualify a student to earn the job of manager? Well, this has to then this has to be a game. I would think that it's not just FIFA, right? I don't think it's just FIFA. Like FIFA is not enough to earn you a spot as you're going to control the, as the manager of a team. And this game has a data a database that you can use for scouting. So this is a pretty in depth game. There's there's a lot of details in this game. A lot of different choices you can make. And so that so that clued me into a game called Football Manager. I wrote a, a friendly not too long ago about board games and sport when talk, talking about Eleven, which was another Football Manager style game. I don't know if I've ever played Football Manager, but it's I, it's a it's a game I know. So, I was pretty I was pretty sure that this this would be something like that. Um, I didn't know I the only thing I was unsure of is 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 it is there another word in this besides football manager? But football manager just straight up just stu- stood out to me. So I didn't go with anything else. Just stuck with football manager. For my part, I am not much of a gamer. So I clued in. There's a lot of talk about soccer or football, depending on what part of the world you're in. So I was just like, well, I am aware of one. Well, before I saw the answer, I'm aware of one soccer video game it is fifa if it's not fifa i don't know what it would possibly mm-hmm. be so without any real confidence because you know i know fifa is put out by ea sports and that is not sports interactive and there is probably not a database in fifa that somebody would use for scouting and i also could not really parse what the last sentence was saying I mean, yeah I me neither I, I don't know I what did, a national i, I didn't even fo- yeah What's I didn't a, focus on that part. What's a tip off of a player from a game? I'm like, I don't even know what that means. I'm like, it, this is probably not FIFA, but if it's not FIFA, it's something that I'm not aware of off the top of my head or or really in my in my brain anywhere. So I said FIFA, and Trevor, you were correct. The game is called Football Manager. Once mm-hmm. I saw the answer, I was like, oh, I feel like I have seen something about football manager maybe on like people on youtube playing it or something Mm -hmm. and i don't you don't play right you just all you're doing is managing the team there's not like team you're not playing so i don't know i don't play video games like that uh sounds kind of cool but yeah and i feel like i did in hindsight remember reading the story about the azerbaijani student getting the job at fc baku i could be conflating that with some other stories about guys in baseball recently becoming GMs or assistant GMs based on, you know, some sort of video game play. So mm. anyways, I, yeah, I, football manager was a correct answer. And my opponent inexplicably gave me zero for this. 
especially considering question huh. five and my racing and combat score and knowledge of question number five. So, yeah, I don't know. We'll get, was, we'll, we'll get there. But. but anyways, yes. So, and I, yeah, I gave this a two to my opponents. Yeah, there, there's a there's a couple games in this sort of ilk, like top eleven, and they're the board game that I've that I know of. Eleven Football Manager. There's a couple games like this, but I think Football Manager. I mean, I may be wrong, but I think is the is the is the original. It reminds me of the. Did you ever play the the NFL head coach game? No, or heard of that? No. Yeah, that there was a there was a game with Bill Cowher on the cover where you were a, you were the head coach, and so it just reminds me of that kind of a thing. Well sussed out, Trevor. Question number two: Name the only team to clinch an NBA title in a game held in the state of Florida, but not held at the. Kaseya Center, formerly the American Airlines Arena in Miami. And we had a parenthetical that the team in question has done it twice. So it seems like in this fortnight, pretty much every day I do something to shoot myself in the foot, either underthinking, overthinking, going with my gut instinct when my second instinct is correct, doing the opposite. Here is my question today where I just immediately thought of one thing and didn't even really try to think of anything else. So I immediately, I was like, well, the Houston Rockets, it's not Miami, then it's going to be Orlando. And the Houston Rockets beat Orlando in the NBA finals in the mid nineties. I know that for sure. And I didn't even really think about, you know, what else it could possibly be. I, I thought mistakenly that the Rockets won both of their titles in the nineties against Orlando. I knew for sure they won one against Orlando. So I was just like, well, I don't know what else this could be. So I'm just going to put Houston and not even think about the bubble that I forgot about. So yeah, I put Houston. Uh, like you, I thought of Houston right away. But I said I don't, th- I don't think I knew, I knew there was one Houston Orlando matchup in the '90s. I didn't think there were two. I was pretty like I don't think Orlando made it twice in the '90s. So I, I, I hesitated on that. And then thinking, who's the other? Who's the other team that I has beaten the Magic in a finals? Well, the the Lakers played the Magic in the 2000s, 2008, 2009, one of those. It was 2009. Okay. I looked it up. Yeah. yeah so they knew that the, the Lakers played the Magic. So it's either the Rockets or the Lakers. Thinking like, hey, they, they've done it twice, but they, the Lakers also haven't beaten the Magic twice. Is there, is there a different team I'm not thinking? I mean, the Lakers have so many titles. Is there another team I'm not thinking about? That it's a different city. It's a different city in Florida because it doesn't say a, a specific city in Florida. It just says in the state of Florida. So thinking, I, I just went with okay. It's either the, the Rockets or the Lakers. Thinking more about it. Oh, that's right. There was the bubble, and the Lakers won the title in the bubble. So that's where the twice comes from. Okay, I'm glad I waited. I'm glad I did not go with my first instinct of the of the Rockets and thought it out some more. So I did say the Los Angeles Lakers which did end up being the correct answer. As soon as I saw that, I was like, oh my God. I'm like, yeah, that's, it's the bubble. This was one of the questions I looked at last night and I just was like, that's eh, gotta be the Rockets. And I didn't even, didn't even think twice, even though I didn't answer yeah. till, till this morning. And then I was just like, oh my gosh, the Lakers won in the bubble. I know that was, mm-hmm. a, that was at Disney. So it wasn't in the magic arena. Mm-hmm. So both of those, they won both of them in Orlando, ironically, but not in the mm-hmm. same same arena so yeah it was that i i enjoyed that question i thought that was it it was an interesting question it's good i, I, was, I agree I that it's, a, it's a great question i just totally 
underthought it and was didn't even give it a second guess this morning when I was when I was mm-hmm. putting my actual answers in. So yeah, and I was I was I was looking it up and the the Rockets swept the Magic in the '90s and so that they won they clinched it in Houston. Yep. So yep. All right, we'll move on to question three. It says the wonderfully named Sir Garfield Sobers was voted number three in an online poll of the greatest players in which sport with the parenthetical, not giving you numbers one and two, no matter how you chirp. First of all, I agree with sports dramas here. That is a wonderful name, Sir Garfield Sobers. I didn't obviously know this right. No, obviously I did not know it right away. Maybe some people out there will know this right away. I did not, but clued in on chirp pretty fast. Okay. This, this, this hinges upon chirp. What kinds of things chirp? What can I think of that associates with that? Birds. Think of birds chirping. Think of insects, certain insects chirping. You know, in hockey, if you're if you're trash talking, if you're running your mouth off to other players, you're chirping at them. So that like that just gonna okay, this is a, this is something to, that involves bugs or birds. What kind of sport then is related to a bird or a bug or something like that? And I didn't think I didn't think of it right away. Just spent spent a little more time thinking about it. The so Sir Garfield Sobers. So I don't think Sir is his first name. I assume Garfield is his first name, and Sir is a, a title given to him, perhaps because of all of his accomplishments in this sport. So this is a sport that's played in England. It's played in perhaps English colonies, and that is ultimately where I made the connection that this is cricket. Cricket's chirp, and cricket is played in England, England or former English colonies. So I put down cricket. I immediately pegged this as a obscure in the obscure category, just based on the name, the lovely name of Sir Garfield Sobers. And it, immediately, my first thought, to be frank, was was snooker, just because it was a name. I appreciate I was, that. <laughs> it was a name I wasn't familiar with, and doing this podcast with you, or just talking about snooker. But I couldn't make that fit with the chirp. So. I figured, and, and part of my my rationale was that numbers one and two are people that are well known to not the average sports fan, but names that you would immediately recognize as, oh, this person does that. So to me, like Snooker would fit in there where you have like Ronnie O'Sullivan and you know, maybe Judd Trump or the, the other, was it Mark Welty, Trevor, you can. Sel- Selby? Selby, thank you. Mm-hmm. The, where they're, they have somewhat recognizable names if you know the better snooker players. But anyways, that didn't fit in with how you chirp. So I had the same thought, like, okay, what chirps? Well, birds chirp. Well, what does that have to do with sports? And I said, well, you use a birdie in badminton. Could it be badminton? Then I was mm. like, well, who knows who the best player in badminton is? Like, I follow a lot of weird sports, and I like actually high-level badminton is very interesting to watch. I couldn't tell you who the best badminton players in history are. So... I kept thinking, kept thinking, same with you, like, what chirps? And I was actually thinking about this This one came to me when I was in the shower this morning, where I'm like, chirp, 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 chirp. I'm like, cricket. Oh, my God. I'm like, crickets chirp. Of course. Uh, Cricket, you know, like, I'm assuming numbers one and two are like Ricky Ponting and the other Sendulkar. I can't remember his first name. Starts with a T and it's Mm -hmm. very, it's a mouthful Mm -hmm. of letters. So, Yeah. Crickets chirp. 
Does it make sense that a guy named Sir Garfield Sobers was a cricket player? Absolutely. Same rationale as you, like an Englishman playing a game that's played in England and or the colonies. So, yeah, I answered cricket for this one as well. Nice. Which was the correct answer. Yeah, if I had if I had thought badminton, I may have gotten stuck onto that. That's a good one. I was, cause I, that's where I was going to go. If I if I hadn't have kept thinking and, and come up with cricket, I, I was going to go badminton. So it all, it almost seems too too good. Like a oh, bird's chirp. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, I don't I don't know who numbers one and two are. I would try like I don't I couldn't name you many cricket players either. Brian Lara is the name I know from the West Indies. That's I don't know if he's good enough to be up that high, but I just remember from Slum Slumdog that the answer to the question was Ricky Ponting has like the most centuries ever in Test cricket. I'm pretty sure that the Sindulkar guy broke his record. I was asked a question about him on the Sports Trivia Face Off. He has like 125 centuries or something like that, and I think that's the record now. But I'm not I'm not totally sure. And yeah, there's a lot of names in cricket that. Like even was it Khan, the guy who was the president of Pakistan, mm-hmm. was like some amazing cricket player. So, yeah, Imran, uh, Im- Imran Imran Khan. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I've got I've got a I've got a BBC article pulled up here, greatest cricketers of all time, and Garfield Sobers is number three. So this is maybe where you got oh. it from. Number two, Tendulkar of India. Yeah. Number one, Donald Bradman of oh, Australia. Bradman. Okay. So well. his batting his batting average was ninety nine. That's, that's incredible. Good. Yeah, it's incredible. That's, that's wow. really good. Did I don't. I know. See, I know very see, little, but I know it's good. Yeah, talking cricket. The um at the World Cup, some guy batting for Australia had like a two twenty seven or something mm-hmm. like that. It was like it was insane. John Boy did a great breakdown of it on um on his YouTube channel. That's where most of, a lot yeah. of my cricket cricket stuff comes from recently. Is John Boy breakdowns? But Amazing. yeah, it was like some this ridiculous comeback where he. He batted like 227 on not very many ball, you know, not a ton of balls. Like he was, he was like, it was like mm. six, 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 four, six, Amazing. four. And just like, holy crap. Like the Indian people, I think it was against India and the Indian fans and the, and the Indian players just like, oh my God, what is happening? Cause yeah. it was like this massive rally where they came from pretty far behind. So I'm a fan of slower sports mm. snooker. Okay. Test cricket a bit too slow for me still. T, give me T20. Yeah. I can be all about it. I like the the World Cup is a good mix because it's 50 overs or 50 innings instead of like 50, a, 50, 50, 50 overs. overs. Yeah. 50 instead overs, of the yeah. 20 and the T20, it's 50. So it's kind of like a nice mix of it's not like test cricket where it takes five days, it just mm-hmm. takes like four hours or so to play a game. And it's, it's not too bad. Question number four. In a BannerSociety.com post ranking 178 nicknames of college football rivalry games, number six is the rivalry, which includes an explanation that it is the only rivalry that could possibly attempt such a name, seeing as it's football's oldest ongoing series. Name either team that plays in this game, both of which start with an L. This one I got pretty quickly. I know that Lehigh and Lafayette have this huge ongoing rivalry. Would I have told you that's the the football's on, oldest ongoing series? Probably not, but I know that they've been playing forever. University of New Hampshire, my alma mater, used to play one of those two teams pretty much every year as a non-conference game in the FCS. So yeah, I said Lehigh because that was the one I thought of first. They're the engineers. I'm an engineer. So there you go, Lehigh. Engineers got to stick together. Dang right. Uh, I, yeah, I didn't know it. I 
figured, okay, this is probably East Coast. If it's if it's this old, it's probably East Coast. But trying to name an L school from the East Coast proved proved to me very difficult. I've certainly heard of Lehigh. I've heard of like Louisiana Lafayette, but just didn't did not know this. I could name you some a lot of schools that not a lot, but I could name you several schools who have been playing college football for a long time, but none of which would start with an L. So I just stuck with a team that is close to the East Coast. Just said Louisiana State. We did not have a lot of confidence, and rightly so, because Mark was correct that it is Lehigh and Lafayette. One of the things that I find fascinating, interesting, I don't know what other word to use, is, is these robbery names like Bedlam and the Apple Cup and the Civil War that Oregon, Oregon State play and the big game. And, and so, yeah, I, I guess probably being a little bit older, being a little more familiar with FCS, living on the East Coast. So I've just learned about this particular rival. I know that Lehigh and Lafayette are just massive rivals mm-hmm. in, in everything they do. So, yeah, I've, and I've, I've probably seen this somewhere, read it somewhere in a list of rivalry games and just didn't stick with me. Yeah, and it's harder because it's FCS, right? You're like you're not. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be on ESPN or anything. So, I don't know. I think it does require a little bit, a little bit deeper knowledge than yeah. you know, a lot of these other rivalry games that, that everybody yeah. sees. I'm hoping that my games have have not been scored yet today, but I'm hoping my higher football percentage keeps my opponents from homering me on this. Or I, I hope I don't have to lose points for the too many points for this. I caved this for my opponent. It didn't matter today because he got them all right. But I mean, I get he had a pretty high football score, and this was my K for today. All right, we'll move on to question five. Fill in the blank with the final word of the title from Wither William Fotheringham's biography of Tom Simpson, who died at age twenty-nine in the de- in the department of Vaucluse. Quote: Put me back on my blank. These were alleged to be his last words, though they were later shown to be a writer's invention. Now, I suspect that unlike my illustrious co-host here, I did not know this. I expect that he knew this right away. I did not. I am not familiar with Tom Simpson, though now knowing the answer, I would like to be and have since answering tried to look into a couple biographies to try to rent them from the library because it sounds like a very interesting person. But I didn't know it. There's clues in here that will help me get here. So to, w- noting where he died gave me, okay, this is some, that, that's a, this is a clue. And I think that this is this is in France. This person died in in France or some somewhere around the, around there. And his last words being put me back on my something. Did he die while doing the sport that he plays? Like he's he's young, so it's, I don't think this is him on his deathbed being like, oh, I I wish I could go back to my days as a such and such. So I, like he he died while doing something that he's known for. This, this is a sport of some kind. And it's in France, okay, at that age, put me back on my bicycle, the Tour de France. He could, I, I did not know, again, didn't know that there had been someone who died while riding the Tour de, Fr- the Tour de France. But it made sense that, that his last words, would, it would make sense that such an athlete would be like, no, I want to get back on my bike. And I don't really care. I'm so focused on this race that I'm just going to get me back on. So I said, put me back on my bicycle as my answer. As soon as I read this question, I got four words into it. And I saw Tom Simpson. And I was like, okay, this is about the Tour de France. Yeah, put me back on my bike, 100%. He famously died doing the Tour de France, going up Mont Ventoux 
sometime in the late 60s. Not exactly sure when. There is a monument to him on the road going up mm. Mont Ventoux. He's English or Brit- British at least. And I don't know if it comes up more on the American coverage just because Phil Liggett does the coverage and he's also British. And so he he always talks about the Tom Simpson monument on the it's on the race course one of the i think there's four routes up the month on two and it was one of them i think the probably the most common one that the tour uses i think he like passed out got back on his bike passed out again tried to get back on his bike and then i don't know if he actually died on the course or like they took him to the hospital and any and he passed away at the hospital but i just know that tom simpson died during the tour de france on the month on two and so put me back on my bike there's been I'm sure during the course of the entire race, there's been lots of guys that have died. But I think him and probably and Fabio Casartelli are the two most famous guys who passed away during the race. Casartelli mm-hmm. was a teammate of Lance Armstrong, pre, oh. pre-doping Lance Armstrong. Well, probably he was oh, always he was, doping. But yeah, mid, mid-doping like, Lance Armstrong. Yeah, this is like pre-testicular cancer um, Lance Armstrong before he was oh, okay. You know, the superstar. The first stage that, I think it was the first stage he ever won, Fabio Casartelli crashed on a descent and like went off of a cliff basically oh gee and 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 passed away and then like the next stage uh lance went on this like ridiculous attack and and won the stage so there's also a plaque to fabio castortelli wherever wherever it is whichever mountain that he crashed on there's a there's like a monument there as well so anyways all that to say put me back on my bike bicycle was the correct answer people thank god they still don't know that i know pretty much Anything that Shane's going to ask about cycling, I'm pretty much going to be familiar with. I got four points on this today. So I was like, oh, great. Another another cycling question where I get four points. Like, perfect. Didn't help. Yeah, I, I just wonder, is your racing and combat middle of the road? No, it's my best it's, category. It's your it's your best category. Yes. <laughs> it's wow. Did, did your opponent get it right? Yep. yep. Interesting. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. the hint, the clue into this, for those who don't know, is that French states are called departments. They're the, I think it's the only country where they're called departments. Yep. You know, they're, they don't call them, yeah, they don't call them provinces or, you know, at Switzerland, they call them cantons. It, this is just one of those geography things you kind of learn doing trivia is departments are French. That's the, the like there's 94 departments or something like that. Vaucluse, I couldn't have told you where that was, but Tom Simpson died on Mont Blanc too. What did you end up with today? A loss. A loss. <laughs> a loss. Yeah. And guess oh, what? Okay. I would have I would have tied if I had thought a little bit more and answered Lakers instead of Houston, instead of knee-jerking Dang. Houston. So one day left to try and we'll see where I end up. I, like I said, I already know I lost. Fortunately for me, I guess the, my opponent today is, I think he's in second place going into today. So it wasn't like somebody yeah. below me that beat me and, and passed me. So there's okay. still maybe a chance where I have to play one of the most difficult opponents in my division tomorrow the last day so but we'll see or i think I yeah i think i should escape here i'm playing the the last place team in the, in the d- division and he hasn't answered yet but i'm out of danger zone right now and a win today would not guarantee anything but it yeah. would certainly help yeah um so I, I, th- I think i think i'll get out i didn't change yesterday i stayed and i guess it would be i guess there's 12 people in our groups now right so i'm in i'm in 10th which means I'm still in the pink, not in the not in the dark red. I'm in the pink red. If you uh, get relegated, are you going to get relegated off this podcast too? I might yeah, have get... to. Like you might have to get rid of me, Trevor, and find somebody who's an actual Premiership player to co-host with you. 
Yeah, it's like you know, there's a there's a there's a League of Two podcast and a Premiership <laughs> podcast. I don't no. know about that. No, I I I think I, I think we'll 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 keep uh keep both of us on no matter how far down we go. That sounds good. Good, no pressure. All right. Well, that's it for today. We'll see what sports dramas has for us tomorrow.